Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to my podcast, The Anne Fran Theory. I'm your host, Annie Francis, and make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I created this podcast to share my unique perspective on mindset growth, how to cultivate lasting habit change, and I share efficient tips that'll inspire you on your path towards your individual purpose. I'm here to encourage you to live your best life unapologetically while also teaching you how to grow past mental blocks that may be holding you back. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics ever, which is straight up mindset growth. In some of my recent podcasts, I've talked about trusting your gut, how to take risks and pursue your creative desires in life. I've shared business tips on how to run an Airbnb, and most recently, I posted one about becoming the best solo traveler post-pandemic. A few of y'all have started reaching out to me from finding this podcast, and can I just say it's the coolest shit ever. I mean, seriously, it's really, really cool. So if you're listening and you find really good insight in the Anne Fran theory, then head over to my Instagram and share your thoughts with me. It's at Anne Fran Styles. The practices and topics we're going to discuss today have a lot to do with bringing our attention back to ourselves. We're going to open the door of curiosity and make room to learn more about gratitude, mindfulness, and awareness. As a white woman who's still actively learning these things, I just want to recognize that these practices root from very historic times, especially in the Eastern Hemisphere of the world, and from vastly different cultures all around the world. Um, A lot of these practices I was able to learn through doing yoga, so I really hope that you find really, really cool insight from this stuff. Um, Nothing that I ever share is original, just what I've learned from others and cultivated into my own life. And I believe that it's truly up to each of us to gather information from different wise leaders from a variety of sources and create our own personal definition of what a healthy mindset looks like to us. I'll be sharing what's truly impacted my life and my mental growth the most. Overall, I just want to say I'm truly thankful that you're listening and open to learn. You're a freaking rock star. Okay, so I always ask myself before I make these podcasts, what valuable information that I've learned from others can I continue to pass on? Mindset growth is such a passionate topic for me because I've personally done an immense amount of researching and overall learning about this subject just out of my own personal desire to grow. When I reflected deeper into my life after leaving my hometown, I saw the way my mindset was wired didn't quite serve me for the better or encourage me towards my goals. I was being limited in life because of the way my mindset was operating consciously and subconsciously. I mean, it makes sense, right? A lot of us don't grow up learning things like mindfulness in our actions and awareness over our inner dialogue or even how to cope through our life circumstances in healthy ways. This is why it's so important to continue seeking knowledge on the areas that we need support in in life. We have to choose to relearn what we've been taught, or you might end up stuck in the same mindset for most of your life, which, you know, it could actually work great for some people, but I really believe that there's always some room to grow, right?
A great way to assess how healthy or unhealthy your mindset is, is by looking at your life. Look at your job, the people around you. Look at your physical health, energy levels, and overall happiness. When we zoom in on these areas of our lives, we see that our mindset is what controls whether or not we're living to our fullest potential. I believe that our bodies and our minds are truly one. So whatever is going on in our thoughts creates what reality and outcome we see physically in our lives. Self-limiting beliefs such as, I can't quit my job and start a new career. I've invested too much time in this job already. Or, I can never keep weight off. My body is just difficult. These draining thoughts keep us stuck and unable to change. When we can learn how to adjust our mindset, it creates a sturdier foundation within us. We can begin to grow new healthy habits and create abundant life change in any direction we desire to move in. Maybe you feel similar in that you notice a part of your mindset isn't quite helping you in your life, only making things worse for you. Maybe it's your mental relationship with food holding you back from your goals, or the negative thoughts you have over money that keep you from flourishing. Maybe you know your mindset on your self-image is weaker than you truly deserve, or that your stress levels are higher than normal. If you resonate even a little bit, then you're in the right place, because we're going to deep dive into some powerful perspective shifts that are necessary for you to get over some of these mindset blocks. I'm going to encourage the F out of you by giving you simple yet very efficient tools to help fuel your own personal mindset growth. After listening, you'll feel much more confident, you'll feel higher energy and overall a sense of awareness over yourself and the experiences that you're going through. So before we start diving in, let's take a mental mindfulness check. Take a deep breath and ask yourself these questions to prepare. Where do I need to make room in order to grow out of some unhealthy habits? What areas am I struggling in mentally? And how willing am I to put in the work to create a lasting healthy mindset change? You might not like the answer to some of these questions, and that's okay. I believe that even if you half care about this topic, or you subconsciously listen to it like in the background while you're doing other things, you will take something important away from this. Find confidence in even the slightest bit of effort that you're putting in. You're growing your mindset right now by choosing to listen to this. Okay, so if we want to create change in our life, we know it starts with our mind. Our mind has conscious thoughts that we're fully aware of and subconscious thoughts that we aren't aware of. In order to be most connected with our experiences, habits, goals, families, and overall life and bodies, we have to be fully in the present moment and aware of ourselves. We can't really touch our subconscious thoughts, only bring ourselves back to the conscious mind whenever we do drift away. This is called having self-awareness and it takes being intentionally mindful in each moment. We naturally drift from thought to thought all day long, but we do have the power to recenter ourselves. When we can create change from this mindful place, then our subconscious thoughts are naturally reprogrammed over time. 
It really can be challenging to stay in the present moment. Many of us suffer with rats racing around in our heads all day long. This is why meditation can be so difficult for people. The goal is that slowly, over time, you'll learn to be an observer of your thoughts and the constructor that chooses to bring yourself back to mindfulness as many times as it takes. Taking yourself out of your running thoughts and back into a more mindfully aware mindset is kind of like taking a much-needed drink of water. You start to crave it, actually. And the more you practice being mindful in each moment, the easier it gets over time. We have to learn to ask ourselves, what takes away our attention during the day? We know phones don't help because you can be in like the middle of a very peaceful, mindful moment and the most random ad company will like text you about something that absolutely does not deserve your attention whatsoever. Like how do they even get our numbers? I don't even know. But setting boundaries with your phone is an insanely beneficial habit that will allow you to be more mindfully present. A small example that I like to do to set boundaries with my phone would be that me and my partner will sometimes leave them in the car, like we'll lock them up in the car whenever we go into a restaurant if we know that we don't need them. This helps us connect deeper in the moment and cancels out any unnecessary distractions. Like, I don't know how technology companies have really made us feel that we need our phones all day long, But do you remember that peace you felt as a kid, like being away from home and playing with your friends and running through neighborhoods and just not being connected, just more so being connected in the earth and in that real present physical time versus just being on your phone? I know this is a real struggle for a lot of us. So I encourage you to be curious with what distracts you. Try setting a five minute meditation and see what appears. If you try to check your phone a bunch, forgive yourself and try to come back and meditate. If you immediately start drifting off and getting lost in stories, then gently catch yourself and come back to focusing on your breath. Sometimes it might feel like you have to do this over and over again during the whole meditation, but with practice, the skill does grow stronger and you will be more mindfully connected and it honestly builds mental strength. It's hard not to place judging thoughts on every little thing we do. It's our human way to protect ourselves, actually. But the great thing is that we do have the ability to grow from this programmed mindset and build better thought processes so we can suffer less from it. I've recently learned that we all have these modified versions of ourselves that connect differently to parts of our lives. These selves include your socially modified self, your authentic core self, your sexual self, your judging self, your ideal self, your self-loving self, and so on. These vastly different parts of you affect how you interact with the world and how you interact with yourself. With mindfulness in each moment, you can ask yourself, who's talking in my head right now? What place am I taking action from? And which version is thinking these thoughts? And is it serving me in this moment? Just like when you're building strength in your physical body, it takes just as much time and patience to build strength in your mind. So be easy on yourself. I still very much struggle with mindfulness on a daily basis. 
but I'm humble to the process because I've seen such beautiful, healthy mindset transformations within myself. But just know that it has taken four years of intentionally seeking to strengthen my mind in order to get where I am today. So trust the process, boo. Okay, one of the very first lessons I cultivated while beginning my mindset growth journey revolved around gratitude. The word gratitude might feel a little broad to you, but let's narrow in deeper on the importance of this word and its ability to create an active, positive mindset growth over any present moment you find yourself in. When did we learn about gratitude? Probably when we were young kids, right? I mean, maybe we had guardians at home to teach us about being thankful for the food we ate, the clothes on our back, or toys under the Christmas tree. Maybe we had teachers who required you to say thank you after grabbing your lunch from them on field trips. Either way, somewhere along this human experience, we learn how to say thank you and feel gratitude for receiving. Sharing gratitude with others is a great way we can respect them and show that their actions or presence isn't being taken for granted. As we get older, though, it might not feel as important to be thankful. I mean, we do have a million things flying around in our head most days, right? I mean, no, this way of thinking is so bad for our mental health. While you're busy reading emails in the Trader Joe's line, the person scanning your items is doing an immense amount of work all for your ease. By focusing on your own selfish priorities at the time, you're missing a million and one blessings zooming right across your face. Then, at the end of the day, your mindset might tell you negative things such as people are bad or no one ever does anything for you. If you were to be fully present and aware in that moment, you could have received the blessing of having someone bag your groceries for you. You could have sparked a conversation with them, complimented their work ethic, which in return increases their own gratitude and mindfulness. You could have left the store feeling more connected and positive than when you entered. Mindset growth has the space to flourish when you take the time to find gratitude for each small present moment. Rhonda Byron said it best in her book, The Magic. Whatever you think and whatever you feel is attracted to you. So this means if you think and feel positivity and abundance through your day, then that's what you'll get in return. But if you think negative and a lack type mindset, then you'll have things taken from you. Whoever has gratitude will be given more and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have gratitude, even what they do have will be taken from them. That's what she says in her book. So this is one of my favorite books of all time because it points out just how draining your life really is when you're stuck in that negative um, circling mindset. The book also magnifies how magical your life can become when you get to choose gratitude within your days. With anything in life, we can stay surface level or dive deeper. For instance, before we start a meal, are we being aware of just how much work it took for that food to get onto our plates? 
The farmers had to wake up and go work in the fields. The truck drivers had to drive long hours to transfer it to the grocery store. The employees of that store had to put it on the shelf for you. I mean, come on. When you think of it that deeply, it's so obvious how truly blessed we are. There's so much beauty to find within such simple parts of your day. It just, it's up to you to be creative and put in the effort to challenging your mindset. Okay, okay. It might be easy to find gratitude within the blessings, but what about the difficult parts in life, such as getting your car booted, paying taxes, or getting fired from a job? These occurrences can trigger our anger and our fear, which fuels us to be guarded and hyper-aware of negative things that may happen to us. We feel that our comfort will be stripped from us, so we become prideful and less vulnerable. It does take more effort to find gratitude within these moments, but I promise you that it pays off. You are the only person that allows your peace to be taken away. So the more you are aware of this, the more control you have over your own happiness in your life. I used to struggle from a negative mindset that only found gratitude when it was convenient, easy, or just absolutely necessary. If you get your car booted, or if you get fired from a job, then the best way to view the situation is to trust that the universe or God wants you to experience this for a reason. Challenge your perspective. Maybe that boot was saving you from a wreck down the street, or maybe that $75 you're paying to get the boot off is going to feed someone's kids that night. Even if you truly don't believe or feel this differing way, isn't it better than squeezing a hot rock of anger? Because that's what it means to be when you're angry over something that you have no control over. Maybe that job was keeping you from your truest potential. And maybe your taxes really do go to updating and bettering our community. Shift your perspective in order to grow from the mindset that isn't serving you and your peace. Finding gratitude will allow you to let go of your harsh judgments and egotistic thoughts, or at least being mindful of them starts to help that process. How many times a day do you get frustrated or find negativity in a situation? Now imagine, if every single one of those times, you instead chose to be thankful and to find the positive side of it. You would be a hell of a lot more at peace during your days. And it honestly is hard, I know this. It takes a level of surrendering to your ego, which feels super uncomfortable for us as people. But by choosing gratitude and choosing to be mindful, you're not only fueling your own mindset growth, but it in return affects your physical world around you for the better. It's like a positive chain reaction that shifts your energy throughout your whole world. Same goes for if you have a super negative outlook and mindset. The people around you will also be affected by this. Keep that in mind next time you want to bring your home frustrations to your coworkers. You don't even need to hold on to that negative outlook. Why should they? You know the saying that whatever you put your focus on becomes your reality? It's facts. My thoughts used to be fueled with such negative responses to everything. At times, I swear, I think I'm an almighty judge, when in reality, I'm just torturing myself with that mindset. 
I started creating change within my mindset by writing down 10 things I was thankful for every single day. I started doing this in 2018, and I still do it at least four to seven times a week because I've seen the positive impact it's had over my life. And it honestly takes 10 minutes. I just use it in the part of my morning routine. I sit down, I journal, and I write down things I'm thankful for. And it truly helps me become more present in my day. And it helps fuel my outlook for the rest of the day. Practice using gratitude as a superpower tool. And strengthen it by reflecting over your day every night and every morning. Say at least three things you're thankful for when you're in bed. Change will radically sprout all throughout your mindset when you begin to build this small habit change. Ask yourself, how bad do you want your mindset to be geared more towards a life of peace and stability amongst any storms? The more actively you practice these tools within each moment, the more you start to actively rewire your brain to create an abundance mindset view on things. Right now, I feel an immense amount of gratitude for using my raspy voice. I feel gratitude for the seat beneath me and the sun that shines so bright in Colorado. I'm thankful for your listening ear, and I see the light in you that desires this mindset growth. The last topic I'm going to share with y'all today is about slowing the F down. Honestly, the reason why I added this in was because I can super relate to what happens when you don't slow down. The repercussions and side effects that happen when you get lost in rapid, unnecessary thoughts and mindless movement can create a really unstable mindset. When we rush through a meal, hurry to over-accomplish things and ignore the small details within our days, then we're living our lives with such a surface-level mindset. Slowing down allows you to zoom in closer on your experiences, and it gives you the space to find a deeper meaning through them. Learn to slow down and observe yourself. That way you can accept whatever comes up in that moment. Those little rats will race around in our heads for hours, even days, until we notice it's not helping us. Thinking about a million things all day isn't a healthy mindset to have because you're missing out on so much beauty right in front of you. Maybe you're missing out on what your body is trying to tell you, or maybe those rat thoughts distract you from feeling some pain you've been suppressing for a long time. I tend to work very fast in my careers, which can seem efficient, but if I'm working so fast, that does create unmindfulness the ability to not be mindful because I am going at such a fast speed. Don't you think I would be mentally drained by the end of the day? I would feel less satisfied than if I were to be slowing down and appreciating each moment at a more mindful experience. Your mind will tell you that thinking and moving at a faster pace through life is helping or maybe even protecting you. Maybe your mind tells you that slowing down equals job loss or slowing down equals dealing with things or people you've been ignoring. Maybe you think working super fast helps you in your physical life or your career, but at what cost? 
I find that my, that mindset only fuels my life with more anxiety and even more unnecessary thoughts. You know, and it's about balance. It's great to be efficient at things, but if you're doing it at a pace that is taking your peace and keeping you from the present moment, that's telling you it's time to slow down. And when you do slow down, you have the space and the room to encourage your mindset and expand your life into a more peaceful and present one. I'm a Virgo, so this is something that I very much personally struggle with. My mind is a hard time of focusing on one solid thing at a time. I struggle with giving good attention to each thing that I'm doing because I can become so focused on hitting every single little task that needs to be accomplished in the future. This is honestly such a super controlling tendency and makes my life feel more chaotic at times. Thankfully, with practice, I've learned to slow down and catch myself in the midst of self-limiting thoughts or rat-like thoughts. I honestly think that most of us struggle with this these days because we get everything so instantly and distractions are never ending in this technological world. Depending on what part of the world you're in, slowing down can be a serious challenge. And depending on what your life looks like, if you have kids, if you have to take care of animals, if you have just generally a job that has that culture or is super busy and fast-paced. This is also something that we really don't learn growing up too often. I know it wasn't something that I learned growing up. My dad was too busy guiding these four little chaotic kids through a million activities all day. He had an overly controlling factor to his parenting role, so he kind of felt like a drill sergeant at times. He would literally like snap his fingers to signal that it was time to go or to hurry up. Boy, if you weren't following his super speedy footsteps, you were getting left behind, honey. (laughs) Everything was fast, 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 like all the time. And I have three brothers, so I literally learned how to get ready in like 10 minutes. I would hear my dad yell at the bottom of the stairs with no warning, I might add. I'm warming up the car. We're leaving in five. My mind has literally been wired to live at a higher pace since I was a kid. This did instill unnecessary anxiety within my mindset that I'm having to rework and relearn through as an adult. But I do want to add that my dad did teach me to slow down when it comes to connecting with yourself spiritually. Growing up, he would have us say prayers of gratitude in the car on the way to school or to run errands. Slowing down in that moment of the day felt peaceful, and honestly, sometimes it even felt triggering if I was angry that day. It was helpful to watch my dad enter a slower and more mindful state when it came to connecting with his God and spiritual self. Take what you've learned from your parents and the rest of the world, then make a conscious effort to relearn what doesn't serve you and strengthen what does. Turn down the volume, take slower steps, slower breaths, so that you can listen to whatever it is you're feeling. This is an especially beneficial tool when you're in the middle of a stressful or triggering moment. Slow down, walk away to breathe for a second so that you have space to improve your mindset in the situation. You have that control. 
This morning, I was full of energy, so I did my laundry, got my laptop out to write, and went to make some coffee. When I was making my coffee, I noticed how fast I had been pacing through my morning. This is my last week living at a hostel in Denver, so why am I in such a hurry to live through it? I stopped in the kitchen, took a deep breath, and put my hand over my heart to connect with myself. This action of slowing down allowed me to become more aware of the present moment and more mindful of my tasks. I even had the space to ask, do I really even want coffee or would tea better serve me this morning? Don't ignore the little details in in your morning routines or in any of your routines during the day. Notice the ground beneath your feet when you're walking in parking lots. Take a minute to listen to birds chirp or look really, really, really close up on a tree. Like, when was the last time you did that? Go climb a freaking tree. (laughs) Uh, Slowing down is a great, 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 great tool to help you connect deeper with yourself. And it allows you to help break old habits and patterns that don't serve your mindset anymore. I could literally talk about this topic for days, but I'm trying to keep my podcast under like, you know, like 30, 40 minutes for the most part. So I really hope that my words and perspectives gave y'all the courage to inspire change in your life. I can truly say that putting in the work and making a conscious effort to grow will end up creating such an abundant life for you over time. I still struggle, but the difference is I'm in control now, and I've built the ability to create my own reality, so it's my choice. Be gentle with yourself. You deserve a life full of desire and passion and peace, so trust the process. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at Styles. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. It means so much to me to hear feedback and just connect with you guys. Mm-hmm.